Hey guys, my name's Nash. Welcome to the pod. This week on the podcast, Trudia and Gloria are back as the fixers, finding remedies to the cause of much anxiety for every uni student. Public speaking. And Patrick and Jamie are back to answer your questions as PB&J. But up first, it's Victoria with another instalment of Not To Mention, this time bringing us a sweet album review from Newcastle artist Lachlan X. Morris. Have a listen. Hiya, dog face. Playing to the people. It's nice to be an outrage. Just play catch with some... Play piano with my band. We haven't worked for two years. <laughs> Hi, I'm Victoria, and let me bring you in on a little story. So I'm doing a video acoustic series um, on Facebook called Friends of Friends and I needed a band who played acoustic stuff. And so I asked my friend who's actually in a like a, a garage punk band, I was like, hey, by any chance do you do acoustic stuff? He's like, no, we don't. But I know this guy, met him at a gig or something like that. And he's really good, he's a really nice guy, he might be keen to do it. And I messaged him and he was super keen and he was from Newcastle. And I said, hey, next time you have a, a gig down here, come to mine during the day and we can film a video. And that was a plan, but that fell through. And he said, oh, it's all right, we'll come this day. So he full came down from Newcastle, him and like five of his bandmates with violin, double bass, keyboard, all in my back room. But it was really good, they were really nice guys. And it was uh, turned out to be really good videos. So that guy was Lachlan X. Morris, um, an artist from Newcastle. And he has an EP out called Resurrector, and I'm going to review it. His sound is very, very smooth. It's really mellow. It kind of sounds like Bright Eyes and Wilco. Um, and it's really interesting, and um, I haven't heard anybody do that in Sydney. So the EP opens with a song called Wings. Uh, it's a sweet folk tale that features sustaining violins and double bass and has like a Dylan-inspired harmonica solo. The next song is called Amen, which is an eerie tale of the artist's struggle with religion and gets more beautiful every time you listen to it. First time I heard it, I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's, that's a sweet song. But then you actually listen to it, listen to the lyrics, and it's actually a really nice song. But my favourite is the last song of the EP called The Goods. Oh, I got the goods. And it tells the story of what it's like to go to like an Australian suburban party. It's really catchy. It's still in my head. I, <laughs> the first time I heard it was two weeks ago and it's still in my head and it's really, really cool. There's a line in it that says, everyone I know is getting white girl wasted. Really clever. Keeps me satisfied. If you're overwhelmed because it's week 12 and 13, put this guy on and just like lie down for 20 minutes and you'll feel so much better about everything. It will calm you down in no time. So you can find Lachlan on Facebook, LachlanX.Morris. You can get his EP on Bandcamp, Resurrector, R-E-S-U-R-R-E-C-T-O-R. And if you head over to a Facebook page called Friends of Friends, self-promoting plugs, there's some live videos uh, that we did from the story I told at the beginning in my lounge room, which are really fun. Cool. I'll see you later. Awesome. Up next, you've got questions, they've got answers. It's time for PB&J. Can you read the sundial? Yeah. Do you sometimes be like, what time is it? And look at the sundial. I mean, usually I have like... like, like usually you'll have your phone my, on my you. My reflex will be like I that. was literally trying to read the sundial before and I was like, you can't do it. Like, how do you know what time it is? <laughs> also, I struggle with Roman numerals. I find them really unnecessary. Like, I know one to five. PB&J.
episode V one one one. So our first question this week is from Hamish, who wants us to settle the argument of whether sauce, once opened, should be kept in the cupboard or the fridge. Duh, the fridge. It says so on the bottle. It's like UNSW has gotten no smarter in my absence. I actually agree with you, Jamie. What are we animals putting room temperature condiments on our food? Humanity has moved past that. So Alex from International Relations says, About a week into house-sitting a family friend's inner-city apartment, I started seeing this girl from work. It's been a few months and everything is going great, but she thinks the apartment is mine. My friend is getting back in a week and I still haven't told her. What should I do? Well, Alex, I ain't saying she a gold digger. Well, yeah, I actually, I am saying, I, I am saying that, actually. Alex, you should have been honest with her from the start. If your relationship means as much to her as it does to you, you'll be fine. Just tell the truth. Alternatively, you could murder your friend when they return and adopt their identity and continue to live the lie. Commit, man. You have to commit. Damn, dude. Yeah. So our next question is from Amy in Arts, who says, A male friend recently started kissing me and all of the other female members of our group on the top of our head when he greets us and says goodbye. It's not malicious, just a little weird. How can I get him to stop without hurting his feelings? Oh, no, hurt his feelings. Crush him. Break him down. And when he's a broken heap of a man, build him up again as someone who doesn't kiss you on the top of your head. Also, are all your friends like munchkins or is he just a giant? Like, how is he able to kiss everyone? I don't understand. But then again, like, I probably don't want to. Maybe start kissing him on the top of his head so he'll understand how creepy it is. Blow a raspberry or something. If anything will stop him, that will. I feel like that answer says a lot more about you than it does about Amy's problem. I mean, probably, yeah. I knew it. So if you have any problems for me to solve and Patrick to make weird, email us at thepod at arc.unsw.edu.au. And as always, guys, if you have questions of your own that need answering, be sure to send them our way. Shoot us an email at thepod at arc.unsw.edu.au. All right, so closing out the pod for this week, it's time for The Fixers. When you hear the word public speaking, what are your initial thoughts about it? Um, Nervousness and lots of people judging you. I think those are the main things. Just because they think they're getting judged really harshly and they're afraid they'll say something that upsets some people or that will cast them in a bad light. To find a good speaker or maybe a bad speaker. Uh, Like, definitely if you, like, read off notes. If you're using notes and you're just reading it, it's very obvious and you're not engaging with the audience. And I think the main point of public speaking is, like, being confident and actually getting the message across in a personalised way. It's probably one that tries too hard to just capture their audience rather than actually talking about what they're supposed to. So if you're using like I don't know scientific language and you're just reading and you're not you're not interested yourself in the topic, then what's the point of giving the speech because then no one else is going to be interested. Like, yeah. It's like a politician doing stand-up comedy. I don't think I want to see a politician do stand-up comedy unless it's Barack Obama. He's a pretty funny yeah. funny funny guy. <laughs> Um, so what advice would you give to anyone who's a bit nervous with public speaking? Um, if you're a bit nervous and you're 
bit afraid doing it on the fly. There's nothing wrong with writing your speech beforehand. I guess be prepared. I think the number one thing is that if you know your content, then you shouldn't be nervous because you know it. And no one else knows it, so you can like bullshit your way through it and it'll be okay because they won't even know. And like half the time they're not even listening, so you can say whatever. All right, so we're going to play a quick game. So the game is you have to guess the quote of the public speaker. So I'm going to say a line from a great public speaker. We, we don't know if it's a politician, a musician. It could be anyone. And I'm going to give you three options and you have to guess who it is. So this person said, we just can't stop people from being homeless. It's their choice. So the options are Pauline Hanson, Kevin Rudd, or Tony Abbott. That sounds like a Pauline Hanson type quote. It does, it does. But you know, I tricked you there. It's actually Tony Abbott. Second quote, my own saying is create the hype, but don't ever believe it. Is it Simon Cowell, Sia, or Ice Cube? No, I just have no idea, so I'm going to go out there and say Ice Cube. Ice Cube? I don't know. <laughs> no, it was Simon Cowell. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's another hard one. Would you believe in what you believe in if you were the only one who believed it? Was it the Dalai Lama, Russell Brand or Kanye West? Was it Russell Brand? Close. Did you want to try again? You've got two options now. I'm going to go Russell Brand. Okay, yeah, the Dalai Lama. No, it was Kanye West. Kanye West? Yeah, he does say a lot of gibberish. I didn't even understand that quote when he said it. Cool. So that's all we have time for this week. And next week will actually be the final episode of the pod for this year. So be sure to tune in for that one. Until then, have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. See ya.